Hi, I'm Jan. And I'm Lynn. Lamplighters is a Bible study that focuses on what God's Word means to each of us. We are taking a break from our formal study, but we don't want to take a break from noticing how alive and active God's Word is in each of our lives. So with that in mind, we are going to do something a little different each week during the summer. We have invited some friends to come and share meaningful verses with us and tell us why those scriptures are particular favorites. In other words, how they have experienced God's Word coming alive to them personally. And we hope that this is going to be an encouragement to each of you to see ways that God is moving in your own life. Our guest today is Shannon Nisley, and she is going to tell us about Proverbs 21, verses 1 and 2. Shannon? Good morning, and thank you all for having me. Um, I'm going to read Proverbs 21, 1 and 2, the NIV version to you all. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. He directs it like a water course, wherever he pleases. All a man's ways seem right to him, but the Lord weighs the heart. Okay, so when I was first introduced to this verse, I had this image of God's mighty hand, and in it are the lines of his palm, and these are the water courses. Imagine like an enormous delta, and he is tilting his hand, guiding the heart through the channels. There's so much about this verse that is both comforting and nostalgic to me. The nostalgic aspect takes me back to when I was first introduced to the scripture, and I recall the image I just described. It was the fall of 2004. I have a habit of writing dates next to scriptures in my Bible when they stand out to me in some form or fashion. Sadly, the Bible I had in 2004 was lost a few years later. Now that Bible was the new American Standard Bible. That version read like this. The king's heart is like channels of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he wishes. Every man's way is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. So, you probably wonder, how do I remember I wrote this in 2004? Well, the fall of 2004 was what one would call a valley in my personal life. My marriage had just ended. I was estranged from my dad and my life was a gigantic mess. But my spiritual life was on the mountaintops because I had just discovered Jesus. So in the midst of this messiness, I was discovering a new life and what it meant to be a child of God. Now, I had always believed in God, but I had never had a personal relationship with God. I guess I'm one of those people who had to be pretty broken and pretty lost, and this is the place where Jesus met me. And this is where my heart and Proverbs 21, 1 and 2 come into the story. Initially, I clung to verse 1 because it filled me with comfort. and all the craziness and brokenness, my heart was in the hand of the Lord. But then there was a second part about all a man's ways seem right to me, or every man's way is right in his own eyes. Now I want to go back to the valley, specifically to the failure of my first marriage. When I walked away from my marriage, this way seemed right to me, and I allowed my heart to become very hardened. Well, here's the funny thing I've learned. Our God and hardened hearts really don't mesh. <laughs> when I heard this scripture, I had one of those moments where I knew God was doing a work on me. It wasn't one of those, oh, Yay moments, <laughs> but it was a, oh, I need to let go. I need to turn my heart over to God moment. So the warm, fuzzy part of verse one became the moment where I realized I had not fully given my heart to God because I was hanging on to my hardened heart 
and more specifically, my ways. I would love to say in that moment, I eagerly placed my heart confidently in God's hand to direct it. But in reality, it was a process for me. And I had my moments where I still try to direct my ways through the water course. Thankfully, our God is patient. Mm. And with each bit of my heart that I gave him, he worked with each piece. Mm. Firstly, God took my heart and he led it to him. He told me my number one priority was to love him and give him my heart. My heart needed to be in relationship with God first and foremost. Then he led my heart down the path of healing. My heart needed to let go of resentment, disappointment, and hurt. The next stop was long streams full of love, grace, and mercy. Now, I feel like I need to elaborate here because God placed some very important people in my heart's watercourse. The first was my estranged husband, who never ceased loving me and trying to reconcile. The second was our mentors, pastors, and pastors, who walked alongside us and only loved us and had hearts full of grace. And day by day, God restored and rebuilt my heart. The last place God directed my heart was to love my husband. Yes, my first husband is also my second husband. <laughs> and yes, I get to celebrate two anniversaries. Proverbs 21, 1 and 2 reminds me that our God is a healer, a miracle worker, a reconciler, and full of mercy. And this is why it brings me comfort. I could share with you several other stories when God guided my heart, but I will only share one more today. In the spring of 2013, during a Lamplighter's lecture, I felt God directing my heart to my strained relationship with my dad and that I needed to go to his home. Now, you got to understand, my dad lives on the other side of the world. And in 2013, I was three months pregnant. So this set course didn't exactly seem feasible. However, remember how I said God is a miracle worker? Well, within a month, I found myself on a plane headed to Thailand, where once again, God directed my heart on the water course of healing and reconciliation with my dad. So fast forward to today and all the many moments that have occurred since 2013 and 2004, there have always been valleys and mountaintops and still times when I tried to direct the water course and thought my ways seemed right. But now in those experiences, I know exactly where my heart is. I know exactly who is directing it. So when the water course isn't the path I would deem right or easy or it's hard, I'm comforted because I know God is directing this journey. Thank mm -hmm. y'all. Oh. oh wow, Shannon. That that is a powerful story. And and I have known the importance of that verse to you before, but I have really never known all the parts of it. And what strikes me about that is truly we do have a God who reconciles and he meets us in our suffering. He doesn't lift us up, but he uses that. And clearly he used that in your life to break that sense of I want to have it my way. Uh and how you saw that his way was so much better. I, I, that's really trusted faith. I, thank you for sharing that. I will say that I was not that familiar with this verse. I mean, I'm sure I've read it before, but it, it didn't really, um, wasn't something that I would think about very often. But listening to this story, um, it's very personal to you, but who, who of us cannot say that we've been in a similar situation, whether it had to do with a marriage or a job or a, any kind mm -hmm. of relationship. And how many times when we decide on our own course, 
and that it does take putting God first to get us back on track. It's just such a beautiful reminder. Um, so I think I will be thinking about this verse much more often. So oh, thank yeah. you for sharing that with us. I, I'm not a very good channel digger. It doesn't work well <laughs> yeah, when no, I try to do that. It doesn't. I'm grateful yeah. that God has it in His in the palm of His hand. Exactly. Thank you for coming and thank you for sharing. Until next time. <laughs>